Welcome back to Real Walk Podcast. I'm your host, Kiara, and I was supposed to drop this episode last week. Um, I missed y'all. Um, but the Lord had other plans. Um, as many of you saw, or if you saw on my social media, I was traveling. I was away. Um, I went to Washington, D.C., which that was amazing um and then i went to florida right after i left from washington dc to florida and the week of my trip i was stressed and dealing with a lot of things packing deadlines a bunch of stuff so i was like god i don't know what you want me to do and i just felt like he was like you know what take this time to rest and to just prepare for this trip that I have for you and I was like okay um a very dear friend of mine he actually invited me to um he invited me to the event in Washington and that I will never forget that trip I'll never forget that trip because God spoke to me so much um and if you know you know um I I had been to conferences and grew up in the church and I've done so many things um, that have to do with my faith and stuff. And one thing that I had never, ever, ever experienced, I've experienced God's presence in the room, but one thing was experiencing the presence of God living with inside of me and really feeling Christ living in me was something I will never forget um and that just I still have no words for it because I'm still kind of processing everything um but I had never felt God more in my life like I said if you know you know um but on this trip i don't want to ramble too much about the trip because again i want to process everything still and i am still meditating on a lot of things um but i had went to washington um for three days we drove down there um and i knew like four people on this trip and we traveled with like 12 so I met a lot of new people and if you haven't done that or gone to conferences or out of state for something like this, please do it because all the people that I met were so amazing. I love everyone on that trip, including um, my friend that invited me, his spiritual parents. I love them. I love them. And he was the one that actually gave the conference um and let me tell you when you're in a room full of prophets and people who love god bro you will leave there with something you will leave there with something so i did i did very much and on our way there is when god started speaking to me and then um made me like friday we had conferences but then saturday was like the full day and saturday night was when god 
spoke to me the most. Um, and I just, again, I'm processing. Um, and then actually during that day, Saturday, there was a worship session and my amazing brother in Christ just brought the worship anointed. Okay. Anointed. I felt like a proud mom. Um, because he, I've just seen, I've been able to see him grow and God is just, I love when God is using my friends. I love when God is using my friends and you see God in them and their growth. It's just, it's so special. And I've, I got, I got really emotional over it and I was sobbing the entire time um, because the worship and the presence of God was just so tangible in the room. And I'm going to talk about that in a sec. I'm going to talk about crying because it's not a bad thing. Um, but then I left from Washington to Florida um, to go visit my family because my immediate family was there visiting my family. And I wanted to go spend time with them and write commitment right off of my flight because my flight was at 7 in the morning got there at 10 i went straight to the airport right after the last conference stayed there overnight and right first of all being at the airport god also speaking to me there like crazy just crazy stuff um right off of my flight though went straight to my cousin's church with like three hours of sleep and that that's commitment that's that's god knows how much i love him because I love to sleep, okay? I love my sleep. I need my sleep. But I went straight to church. I did my makeup in the car. Like, I was just ready to receive everything. And I did. The word was definitely for me. The word was spot on. And the ministration, can't even tell you. But so, so, so good. And all of this has to do with the title Uh, the only way out is through and as I'm in this season of my life which I talked about I think I had an an episode of like yeah in the new year I mean in the previous year uh in 2023 I had an episode called um I didn't ask for this and it's like one of those seasons where it's like God speaks to you about something and then that season speaks to you in another season yeah yeah so I didn't ask for all of this and God is like but I'm gonna bring you through it and I've seen his hand in every single moment of the season um good bad ugly beautiful like every single moment He's, he's just been present and as I've been growing in this, um, I have found a sense of peace knowing that God is fighting for me and it's funny how God will make you talk about a season while you're in that season and not that 
I'm here to give any details of my season, but um, something that I'm learning is that vulnerability and being transparent is actually so beautiful. Um, and we think that we have to close our walls and block everybody off and isolate and do all these things to hear God, quote unquote, and or to be mysterious. Like people be, I don't know, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain that. But people try to people try too hard sometimes. I'm like, relax, you know. It's okay. Like it's it's okay that you're going through something and you don't have to pretend um just because you're Christian or you're a leader or you have a title. Um and speaking of titles, um I loved the fact that nobody knew me on that trip and I didn't have to be pastor's kid. I didn't have to be a media director i didn't have to be the girl who loves content creating or has a podcast which they ended up figuring that i had a podcast after but um i didn't have to be somebody like i didn't i didn't have to be in the limelight i liked i liked being in the back like literally so hidden and i felt like i i was soaking in everything and just able to meditate on everything and just observe everything and everyone and it was healing for me too um but not to get sidetracked um, but yeah, I really, I really like that and think people who are listening, who are leaders or who have positions in their, in their church, take the time to go somewhere that you're not familiar with, like I was saying, um, because it gives you a little bit of clarity on yourself and you're just able to not have a title and it just feels good, <laughs> but, um, it also humbles you it really does humble you and i love that i love that so go do it but uh like i was saying you know we go through these seasons and god wants us to um elevate others through our season as well and as i'm processing and going through this um in therapy i started seeing how I've been able to go through my situations rather than cover it up like I used to and I used to you know prior to it I used to be like I'm good I don't need help I don't need counseling I don't need anybody to tell me anything and that was very toxic for me um, because I had a lot of things that came up to the surface as I was in therapy and I was like this still hurts things that happened when I was like 15 14 and I'm like this actually still hurts and 
that's the beauty of God is that he he doesn't shame you or make you feel bad for still hurting over things and as I'm in this season I've been able to process everything and go through it with God on my side rather than going through it and like putting God on the back burner um and I was talking to somebody not too long ago and we were talking about how sometimes we think that in our seasons or in situations or whatever that we can't go to God with everything because there are greater or bigger things in the world uh, that he has to worry about. And in this, I've been able to come to God with every single little thing that bothers me. Every doubt, every fear, with my the things that make me happy, with everything. I've been able to come to God and be like, God, I don't know why I feel like this. Or God, I'm just sad today. And he's been able to give me a type of comfort that I've never felt in my entire life. Um, And I just want people to understand that we do not have to have these big situations for you to finally come to God and be like, God, here it is. He's like, I want you to do that with everything in your life. Everything. And you don't have to pretend, and that's the thing, as Christians... We tend to forget that we're human and we just want to pick and choose what we want to give up to God. And then the rest is like, no, I'm going to handle this and we're going to do this. And God, you can deal with that other stuff rather than literally placing everything on his feet. And and trust me, it was very hard for me to literally put it at his feet. But God had to put me in a season where he's like, I have there's no choice you have no choice but to place it at my feet and god kept giving me this revelation and i i need to share this but i kept seeing this hole and this was a few days ago actually but i kept seeing this hole and in the hole it was the bottom done and and the only way out was up when he when i when i kept seeing that i was like i know exactly what you want me to talk about because a lot of the times we hit rock bottom and we hit the very end and we're like god i don't know what to do i'm on my i'm on my knees i don't know what to do and he's literally like i just want you to look up to me I want you to look up. And when you look up, I will I will figure out how you're going to get out. I already know how you're going to get out. But I just need you to look at me. And it's like when we're in a tunnel, we... Sometimes we're in seasons where we don't see the light at the end of the tunnel and it sounds very cliche but honestly that's the best way to explain it because there's moments where we're just like god what do you want me to do like i'm literally sitting here waiting for you somebody's like no you've been walking around in circles rather than going forward 
And he doesn't want us to do that. He wants us to be able to walk forward, but not walk forward alone, walk forward with him. And sometimes that tunnel, the light is going to look a little dim, but you got to keep walking. You have to keep walking. And the only way out the tunnel is through it. And God kept pressing me about this topic or title or whatever you want to call it because I actually wrote this title months ago months ago I wrote it in my notes because God gave me a revelation at that in that season at that time and I wrote it down never did an episode about it and then it started like hitting me again and I was like mm, okay and the book that I'm reading actually has something to do with this too um and it talks about our emotions and how a lot of the time we bury our emotions um and when they come back to the surface we don't know what to do with them something i realized was that i had gone through seasons when i was younger and as i got older mind you i went through seasons when i was younger never healed from them I just, I've said this before to people, but I would slap a Jesus band-aid on it, and I was good, but I never let the wound heal, and they were open wounds till a year ago, um, and it wasn't until I started my therapy that I realized that those wounds were still open, and as I was healing those wounds from my childhood, I was also going through situations that brought familiar emotions. That brought emotions that had to do with the same emotions I had experienced when I was younger. And it was like God was having me relive them, actually. Like, not just bring them to the surface and they're there and now we can heal them. He's like, I, I need to have these situations happen too so that you can understand how you feel and I'm, I'm a verbal processor so I need to talk and share and uh, blessing and a curse <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse because sometimes I overshare but um, I have to talk about um, my situations to be able to process them and that's the best way that I've been able to heal and healing looks different for everybody of course but for me the best way for me to heal was for me to go through it and i feel like a lot of us go into seasons that we don't understand why we're in that season until you're actually walking through it and God started placing Daniel in my heart. And I was like, God, Daniel is, like, everybody knows Daniel in the lion's den. And he's like, no, but that's what I want you to talk about. And I was like, okay. So I read Daniel. And I'm going to go to it. And I'm not going to read the entire thing i have it in my 
physical Bible. Um, but Daniel's faith is literally what saved him. Daniel's prayers is what saved him. And what I'm learning is that prayer is not just these like formatted perfect words and sometimes i feel like growing up in the church something that i learned well something that i was taught younger was yeah like you have to pray of course but i felt like i was just always around people who had like really good prayers that when i got to an older age I was like, God, I don't know how to necessarily pray like that. And I felt like my prayers weren't uh, heard because of it. And I'm learning now that sometimes my prayers need to be simple. Simple prayers. And even in this season too, God's like, reminding me that my tears are even prayers they're prayers with no words and as Daniel was in the lion's den his faith was what kept him alive imagine being thrown in imagine going to the zoo Okay, imagine going to the zoo and they tell you to go into the lion's den. I'm 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 going to be like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you got the right idea, but the wrong one. Um and I'm not going in there. Like anybody will look at you crazy. Okay? And he went in there. He was thrown in there because of the situation that he was in there was a law that uh his peers that the people that he was around the officials the governors uh the supervisors uh they saw daniel on how his work was um greater than the supervisors he was just good at what he did like his work was better and because of that, jealousy came to all the supervisors that pretty much worked with him. And because of that, that jealousy, they wanted to pretty much sell out Daniel to the king. And they had the king write uh, a new law saying that you couldn't uh, worship any other gods but the king so they did that sold him out that's what got him thrown into the den but it's funny how sometimes it's the people that you are surrounding yourself with and something I'm learning is being very selective on who is sitting at my table I realized I realized that while I was going through it 
I couldn't just let anyone in. And my relationship and my walk with God is literally just me and God. But God, he gives us community. He gives us people who are going to stand by us, who are going to uplift us, who are going to walk with us. And as I'm reading this, that that's the first thing that was standing out to me was how there was literally ops in his vicinity. There was ops in his circles, in his, in his vicinity. And when we're going through it, we have to be very careful very careful who you're going to for advice we have to be very careful who we're letting in because at one point in the story I literally have it all highlighted in my physical bible so one sec with my five different bookmarks <laughs> um they they even went to his house to, to find him praying so that they could basically rat him out to the king and the king who was the one who signed the law who came into agreement with it he even wanted to get Daniel out of that situation. He literally was trying to, he was thinking all day, couldn't sleep, trying to figure out a way how to get Daniel out of that situation, and he couldn't. There's people, there's people who will fight for you. And I spoke about this on my podcast on my social media there's people who are going to fight for you there's people who genuinely love you and who are going to try and figure out a way and I was telling my friend this the other day a very dear friend of mine I love her so much I was telling her how God is going to send people to heal you it's whether or not you accept them to heal you and you allow them to heal you and God comes in all forms and the friendships that God has given me in this season completely new friends as well I've been able to see God through them I've been able to experience the love of God through them the physical love of God his tender loving side but also the one for correction the one that corrects. And when Daniel was thrown and arrested and, and put into the, into the den, his king, the king even said in verse 16, May your God whom you serve so faithfully rescue you. And later on, the king ends up the next morning, he ends up going to look for Daniel. And Daniel's alive in the den. And... Again, this is a story that most people know, and if you don't know it, 
take the time to read it because there's a lot of other things to take out of this but for this episode daniel was in the den but daniel was in the den and in chapter 21 he says sorry verse 21 he says daniel answered long live the king my god sent his angels to to shut the lion's mouth so that they would not hurt me for i have been found innocent in his sight and i have not wronged you your majesty even when the king was the one who threw daniel or who had to who had to throw daniel into the den because of the law he daniel was still faithful to his god but honored his king and many of us we can't honor god and not be faithful you have faithfulness and honor are faithfulness and honor coincide with one another because i can't honor god with I can't honor God with my lifestyle if I'm not faithful with it. And that's what brings me back to the verse, be faithful with a little. For I will give you much. And if I can't be faithful with the things that he is has given me or what he is doing, How am I supposed to honor him with, how am I supposed to honor him? Faith looks impossible. Sometimes it looks like, God, I just, I don't know how to do it. And all he wants you to do is look up. And... He will, he already has everything written. It's whether we want to take the steps forward. And we often talk about walk by faith and not by sight. And the thing is, is that walking by faith is knowing. Walking by faith is knowing that God is going to work it out no matter what. Walking by faith is literally knowing that. Walking by faith is literally knowing that I I can't see the next 10 steps ahead of me, but I know. But I know that he's going to work all things for my good. I know he has it figured out for me. So my faith is greater than my fear. My faith is greater than the things that I have questions about. I posted this on my podcast page where it said, God would rather have you run to him with your questions than run from him with your doubts. And growing up, I felt like I ran from God so much because I had so many doubts and like that scared me. 
I ran from God so much, but he always continued to pull me somewhere. And he wants us to run to him with our questions. And people often say, don't don't question God. When you're going through a season, I hate. Sorry, I do. I really do. When people say, don't don't question God. He knows everything. He does. That's a fact. I know that. But it doesn't hurt to ask him because he's a God who's never going to leave you feeling confused. And if you're confused, you got to go into prayer about that. And there's been times where I've been confused. I'm I'm kind of still confused in certain areas. And I'm like, God, I don't understand. But he's always going to give you a sense of peace and clarity. And he's always going to answer those questions. And sometimes it's not going to be in the way that we want it or when we want it. But he's never going to leave us dry. He's just, that's just not in his character. He loves us so much. And we have to go through it. We do. The only way out of our situations is through it and through with God. And when we don't know what that looks like, this is where prayer comes in. This is where opening our bibles this is where having our intimacy with god comes in god i don't have all the answers i don't know what i'm doing but i'm coming to you knowing that you'll provide i'm coming to you knowing that you will walk with me that you will guide me that you will lead me you have everything written out for me just lead me there open doors if they're in your will close doors if that's also in your will and everyone's testimony and story is always going to look different you'll never never find someone that has the same the exact same testimony as you But you will find in every single person's testimony that it all had to do with God. That he never left them. He was always there. We kind of just thought that he left us. Something that God started showing me in this season actually was that I've, I've... cried a lot (laughs) i i've been a crybaby about a lot of things and i get really emotional and like i was saying about my friends i've been like i've had happy tears that never really happened to me that never happened to me i've cried i've cried happy tears tears of joy for my friends and something that God was showing me was 
how I used to have a really, really, really cold stone heart. I didn't cry for people like that. I didn't care, actually. And those who know me know that I was an I don't care person. And God had to really start softening my heart in that it wasn't until like two years ago that I started to learn. Actually, no, not that I started to learn, but that God started softening my heart. And I actually asked God, I was like, God, I remember one day I was going through a different season and I remember telling God, I was like, God, I don't want to hurt like this anymore. I want to feel, I want to feel my emotions. I want to process things. I, I'm tired of having my heart so hard and feeling like always this heaviness. And it wasn't until I actually lost uh, my great-grandmother a few years ago where I didn't, as horrible as it sounds, I know, but I didn't cry. Not because I didn't miss her or didn't love her, but I realized because of that, I realized that I was becoming really numb to my emotions. And that's what kind of was a reality check for me. Where it was like, that's not good. And because of that, that's where I prayed to God. And I was like, God, I don't want to feel this anymore. So, years, months started passing. And a year and a half, I started seeing how I was becoming a lot more emotional. And I don't mean like being emotionally led, but really tapping into my emotions as a woman, especially. Um, And I've realized and I've come to a point where I love the fact that I'm in this place, a healthy place emotionally. Um, And I've been able to embrace the fact that I cry and it looks different for everybody embracing different parts of yourself Um, but this part of me I know it's God's hand in because I've also been able to give myself grace I've been able to give others grace and that was something that was really hard for me to do. So I know it's God's work completely. Um, and it looks different for everybody. You know, the things that we pray about and we want God to work in, it looks different for everyone. So my emotional side, I have to know when to shut them off sometimes but it's in our nature as humans and this is how as women sorry it's in our nature and this is how we were wired but not letting our emotions overcome or overtake that 
and I've been able to be so much more in touch with God and be in his presence because I've been able to heal that part of myself. I've sorry, I've allowed God to heal that part of me. And as I'm walking in this season, there's things that God is healing. So when you're going through a season, yes, we're going to have questions. We're going to ask God, God, why? Why like this? No, I'm sorry. I was just talking about this the other day. Second Corinthians 7, 9 says, now I'm glad I sent it, not because it hurt, but because the pain caused you to repent and change your ways. It was the kind of sorrow God wants his people to have, so you are not harmed by us in any way. I love the part that says, I sent it not because it hurt you, but because the pain caused you to repent and change your ways. There are seasons where God has to let us go through it because it changes us in a good and positive way it's whether you allow it to you you are the one who's in control whether you want it to break you or mold you when you're going through those tough seasons ask yourself am i gonna let this break me or am i am i gonna let this mold me because he sends it not to harm us not to hurt us because he's always a gentle god but he sends it because he knows that it's going to change us but we have to choose so in those moments ask god god what do you want me to do god where do you want me to go how do you want me to handle this how should i heal through this how should i process this like literally walk with me but i pray that many of you start to see that there is a way out and it's through we can't avoid we can't run we have to go through it because that's where growth comes that's where healing comes that's where breakthrough happens is when we're in the storm so i want to pray for everybody first i want to so i want to pray for everyone who's in who's finding themselves in a very tough season doesn't know where to go or what to do so i want to pray for those of you who are going through a season where you don't know where to go or what to do and you feel like you're just stagnant and just there but not there so if that's you i pray that the spirit of god just embraces you and that you understand that you are not 
in this walk alone. You aren't. So, let's just bow our heads where we are. Heavenly Father, we thank you for just allowing us to tune in and listen to this episode, God. That this resonated with someone's heart. And that you continue to remind them that they are not doing this alone. That you are walking beside them in every season, in every struggle, in every moment. God, that we understand that you just want us to come to you. You just want us to have simple conversations and we don't need to elaborate on every single detail. But God, that we come to you broken and we come to you with all of the flaws and imperfections because we know that you'll continue to perfect us and make us whole and we know that we are whole with you God God I pray for the hearts that find themselves not understanding what's going on. I pray for the people who are confused, who have doubts, who have questions, God, that they just come running towards you. That they come running towards you with every single question rather than running away from you with doubts with fears God will continue to remind them that you are a loving God you are a gentle God and just as you have worked with me and just have as you have been gentle with me God be gentle with those who come to you we thank you for what you're doing in each and every single one of their lives that they know that it is a season that is going to test their faith that is going to shape them and mold them that it is breakthrough and not to break us or harm us God, that you send us trials so that we can look up to you, we can run to you, God. Remind us every single day that the only way out is through. That we don't continue to run and try to hide from what you're doing or from the from our emotions, from healing that we just come to you with every part of ourselves. Thank you, God. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you.
In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. I love y'all. I need to get some rest still. Um, but I'll catch you guys in the next episode and stay tuned um, for the next drop. I love you guys so much and have a blessed week. Bye.